Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on Code Chat. I'm Jeremy Foster, at Code Foster Online on Twitter. And I'm joined today by Sam. How are you doing? Hello, good to see you. Um, do you want to give people uh, an idea of where they can find you online um, so they can engage with you socially? Yeah, online I'm on Twitter at uh, Sam J. George, uh, and that's Easy a great place, great place to find me. Excellent. Okay. Well, hey, Sam is here from the Azure IoT, uh, Azure IoT team. Yep. Can you tell everybody kind of what you do? And, yeah. And then just kind of bring us right into the topic of Azure IoT and what our offerings are, what that is. Yeah, sounds great. Um, so myself, my uh, engineering counterpart, Cameron Skinner, uh, are responsible for uh, IoT within the Cloud and Enterprise division, and that really means a lot of things. Um, a lot of these IoT solutions, or a lot of IoT solutions, are really multi-service solutions. You wind up seeing, you know, there's some components of them where they're dealing with um, ingestion of telemetry and commanding devices and managing devices. There's some solutions that are around analytics and storage and visualization of data. All of those things are needed in any sort of robust end-to-end -end IoT solution. And so what we do is we partner with teams across all of Azure um, to make sure that services that uh, need IoT components or that need features for IoT uh, get them. And also we build services uh, where, you know, frankly, Azure needed services for IoT. So for example, uh, we build the IoT Hub service, which is a purpose-built service for IoT. Um, and IoT Hub is really intended to be that bridge between the world of devices, which will be you know, millions and billions of devices, uh, and the world of the cloud. And so it, it, it enables that bi-directional communication between devices and solutions that are hosted in the cloud. Now, why might some people want to you know, involve cloud in IoT solutions? Well, it turns out cloud is a really, really important tool in IoT, and it's one of the interesting and driving factors uh, in IoT. So I, a lot of IoT value is generated over big data analysis, um, mm, machine learning, yeah. and things like that. And so going from having fleets of things that you don't really know much about to being able to track them and predict the maintenance needs of those yeah, ahead right. of time before they break down, there's tremendous amounts of value that companies are finding in those kinds of things. Uh, and so cloud serves a really important role in that but cloud's only interesting if cloud can interact with devices and devices can interact with cloud. And so that's what IoT Hub is. Okay. Um, we also build uh, higher level services and higher level accelerators because there's sort of two approaches you can take. One is you really know what you're doing, you're, you're a great distributed uh, developer, uh, and you build an end-to-end -end cloud solution, right? Taking advantage of the ability to connect to devices and control them and analytics and things like that. The other is that you know, you don't really, you're not quite sure what's the right way to assemble one of these projects yeah. and how to do it in a way that scales and has the right levels of abstractions built in and things like that. Um, and so that's really where the Azure IoT suite comes in. And the Azure IoT suite is really geared towards how can we enable companies to realize business value quicker in IoT without having to have uh, full staffs of distributed uh, uh, software developers uh, on, on hand. And so with the Azure IoT suite, um, we can go from, you know, you give us an Azure IoT subscription, and five minutes later, we provision an end-to-end -end working solution that can handle millions of devices um, and scale to those needs 
and wires all of the correct services together for you to achieve business outcomes. So, pretty, okay, so we're talking stuff. about these two services, Azure IoT Hub yep. and Azure IoT Suite. Tell me, the, the Azure IoT Suite, is this a collection of things that I could otherwise create myself? Correct, exactly. Okay. And in fact, uh, it's, it's really not, the, not correct to think about um, the Azure IoT Suite as its own service. It really is just that. It's, a, it's an accelerator that orchestrates a collection of services. Okay, so it's so, kind of a project template. Correct, yeah. yeah. So when, when you create an Azure IoT Suite, for example, um, instance, uh, we have two that we have right now. We have the remote monitoring uh, example that you can turn into things like fleet management and sort of specialize. Mm -hmm. and we also have predictive maintenance that shows you how to take signals from devices and find uh, the intelligent and actionable insights uh, into the predictive maintenance needs of those things okay. so that you can take action before they break. Okay. We have two of those. So you go to azureiotsuite.com, you can provision one of these into your Azure subscription, it gets up and running. And when, when you do, we create an IoT hub service, we create storage accounts, uh, we create stream analytics jobs. And for those that aren't familiar, stream analytics does at scale complex event processing, looking for insights into the telemetry stream coming from devices. Um, we provision logic apps so that you can initiate business process workflows. Like for example, when that device is about to break and you know it ahead of time, mm -hmm. you need to initiate some business processes. For example, um, roll a truck or alert someone and things like that. Um, and it gives you that ability. Um, we provision a website that includes the ability to visualize all of your devices and customize them and provision them and things like that. And then we also include Power BI components. My favorite um, part. So it's a lot. Yeah, my favorite part but you don't is have to worry that, about how to do it. that after the five minutes when it's up and running, yeah. I, I not only automatically or, or instantly see my website but I also see some data in there. That's and, right. And I go, wait a minute, I haven't even plugged a device in yet. Yep, but we've got right. simulated devices in there that that's right. allow you to kind of like feel like it's already going. That's that right. It's already going. I just have to replace this simulated device with my own. That's right. And yeah. in fact, it's worth showing. So okay. here's, the, here's the site for uh, the Azure IoT Suite. Now, do I need um, Azure already in place in order to use this? Not this, no. Okay. I mean, this just tells you about what we do. There's some great, oh, okay. there's some great content up there. Uh, and then when you get over to Get Started, that'll launch you over to AzureIoTSuite.com. Okay. Um, and what I'll show you is, so this is, a, um, this is an instance of our remote monitoring uh, solution for the okay. Azure IoT Suite. And right out of the box, so under the covers, you've got a bunch of services that have already been orchestrated for you from mm -hmm. the IoT Hub through storage to stream analytics, like I was explaining. But then we include all of this, and like you pointed out, which is a great point, we also include simulated devices. So if I go over here to our devices list, these are all simulated devices, and the simulated devices are basically running in the cloud and sending constant data. Hmm. Um, and you can change the data that they send, and you can set up rules and alerts. And so the rules are something that you're looking for in the telemetry stream. Like, for example, a certain value, like mm -hmm. a temperature, for example, went above a certain threshold. And mm -hmm. I want to take an action based on that. Mm -hmm. um, but all of this is set up for you. Now, under the covers, this, these are all using scale services and assembled together in a correct fashion to allow the entire solution to accommodate millions of devices. Yeah. Um, so, for example, for rules, we didn't write our own little rules engine. Instead, we're just using Azure Stream Analytics, okay. which is a high-scale service that can handle telemetry from millions of concurrent uh, telemetry streams from devices. And then for actions, we'll trigger Logic App workflows in order to either 
turn around and command the device or trigger uh, a process that, you know, Okay, so you're not doing anything just kind of imperatively and magically behind the that's scenes. Right, so you're that's using right. services that I could otherwise turn That's on. right. Now, the best part about all this, the part that we feel really good about, is that once you're done provisioning one of these things, it's in your subscription. You have full access to all of these things. So, for example, when we first set up the Azure OT Suite, one of these instances, we just provision a sort of vanilla storage account. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to store your telemetry in SQL instead and have it in a structured fashion, all you do is simply disable the storage account, provision SQL, and then point the uh, stream analytics job at SQL, and now you're storing all your data in SQL. You don't have to start from scratch. And, and if I want to customize this web portal? It's, it's all you. It's, yeah, it's my website, right? We provision all the, we give you access on GitHub to all of this source. Okay. And so then you can customize it to your heart's content. Okay, so there are eight or nine resources, I think, that get created when I spin one of these up. That's right. But this uh, Azure IoT Suite, isn't, it happens in like five or six minutes, mm -hmm. I think. It's not just saving me the time of going and clicking to create eight or nine resources. That's right. It's doing more than that, right? That's it's right. writing some code for That's me? That's right, yeah. It's, so, for example, the website that includes dashboards for power, with Power BI components, um, that includes this device list, that includes the rule engine and the, the ability to customize um, stream analytics under the covers and things like that, that's all provided, number one. Um, the other thing is that um, we do things like <clears throat> associate stream analytics with the IoT hub so mm -hmm. that telemetry that flows through the IoT hub goes directly into stream analytics. Okay. We configure stream analytics so that it stores telemetry into storage and also stores last known values into uh, document DB. Okay. Um, and then we also have a web job that's constantly running that's looking for signals like a rule's been detected mm -hmm. and then takes action based on those. It can okay. either sort of uh, initiate a logic app. So all that code is included and is all up on GitHub. And so sort of nothing up our sleeves. I love that. We just go and do this for you uh, and then provide all the source. Okay, so, now one of the resources that Suite gives you is a hub. So let's talk about IoT Hub. Yep, yep. So IoT Hub is that purpose-built service. So let me go out to Azure.com. I love these feature pages in Azure where, you know, when I'm wondering what it is that Document DB That's right. does or IoT You can just Hub, go and I find go out. Yeah, it's nice high-level information. So under products, uh, we have an Internet of Things blade, and this shows you all the different services that are interested, interesting in Internet of Things. And this isn't uh, in Internet of Things solutions. This isn't a comprehensive list. Okay. Um, you have a link here to our IoT suite, which mm -hmm. we already just went and looked at. So this is the IoT Hub. Um, one, th one thing to be super clear on is that you don't have to use the IoT suite in order to use an IoT hub. You can okay. use it directly. So if all you're interested in is ingesting telemetry and you already have your own place where you want to store telemetry mm -hmm. um, and your own solution that you want to initiate commands to devices from, you can simply provision an IoT hub. Yeah. Um, IoT hub provisions in uh, a minute or two, um, but then can scale up to those millions of devices. Um, at our, it's in public preview right now. At our general uh, general availability, which is very soon, um, it'll scale up to tens of millions of devices. Oh, and wow. So very high scale service. Yeah, and in fact, the infrastructure that IoT Hub is built on, um, the our IoT infrastructure is already processing two trillion messages per week. In public right preview. Now. In public preview. That's, yeah, exactly. And so it's a uh, it's quite a quite a scale service, and mm -hmm. that's from all over the world. All right. So here's IoT Hub. Um, we have a quick get starting page. Um, it, it explains what IoT Hub is, um, how, to, how to use it, how to configure a device. And one of the things I wanted to show um, and make sure uh, 
folks on the folks that are watching this understand is that we make it really easy because the Internet of Things is not just about the Internet part, it's also about the things. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's very uh, uh, central to IoT with us is to be able to support whatever device uh, wants to connect and interact with yeah. Azure, yeah. whether it's running Linux or firmware or Windows or whatever. And so, and that's not just sort of lip service, that's like we really put our engineering bucks where our mouth is. Yeah. Um, and in fact, what we have is we have a uh, developer center. And what our developer center has is um, some open source SDKs that are up on GitHub. They're all under the MIT license. And we have uh, SDKs that are available in C. So if you're writing a really uh, memory-constrained device and you want to run in kilobytes of memory, like mm -hmm. literally kilobytes, mm -hmm. um, you can use this SDK. We also have a Java one, a Node one, and a C-sharp one. Okay. And so all of these are available up here, including samples, uh, and again, under an MIT license. Um, these are these make it very 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 easy to interact with Azure IoT. And this isn't a IoT choice Hub. that you make like I want to I want to write all my clients in C for this IoT Hub. You have an IoT Hub and yeah. devices from all of these with all of these flavors That's can right. talk to it just fine. So exactly. you can have an embedded device and you can have a, a Raspberry Pi running node. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And so the IoT Hub supports some standard APIs and protocols. So we support HTTP, AMQP, as well as MQTT, okay. which are All really the, the three most you know, <laughs> if you're relevant using ones. one of those three, then. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so we support these, uh, these client SDKs, support all three of those. Yeah. Um, and it makes it very, very easy to interact over any, either of those. Now, you don't need these in order to interact with IoT Hub at all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're just we publish standard the APIs. SDKs? Yeah, the okay. SDKs. Um, we just publish standard APIs, uh, REST-based. You can interact with those um, from whatever client that you have. Now, um, these are just a convenience mechanism. I'm kind of a Node guy and a JavaScript yeah. guy, and actually a lot of the audience is. Yeah. And I've had a really good experience so far with IoT Hubs. Uh -huh. From that point of view, not only can I very easily write clients in JavaScript yep. in, in Node for it, but but also, when I want to manage my devices, there's the CLI. That's a, right. A node-based CLI That's for right. you know adding a new device and then getting that device's connection and inspecting string. Inspecting the devices and, yeah. list and all that kind of That's stuff. That's wonderful. Yep. That's right. Yep. I really don't ever even need to go into the portal. You know, to after I provision my IoT hub, I just interact with it from my command line as a developer. That's right. And then from my code as yep. you know using the SDK. Yep. It's very important for us and very intentional. Um, so the I, uh, so here's all of our, our our developer center. The other thing is we provide a lot of sample code. So let me go back to our developer center from GitHub. Um, yeah, it'd be good to repeat this. I think I missed how you got to the IoT developer center. Azure yeah, IoT so this center. is just under documentation, Internet of Things, and then IoT developer okay, center. Wonderful. Um, and so if you go out here to connect your device, for example, so we have a list of devices that work great out of the box mm -hmm. um, with Azure IoT and that work great with our open source SDK. So let's say, for example, I'm using BeagleBone Green, I'm using Linux, and I'm using um, Node. Um, so this gives you a bunch of sample code that you can just copy and paste. Um, Look install at this. Flash this our agents. The first time I saw this, Sam, yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Yep, like, yep. I, I don't want more than this, you know, 20, 25 lines of that, code to be necessary right. for such a simple getting started scenario. That's right. That means that all of the code that's in my app is going to, it's not going to be ceremony, it's going to be my business logic. That's right. And this is the only ceremony I have. That's right, that's right. And if, like, for example, if you're interested in C, this is what the C code looks like. There you so, go. Um, and, uh, yep, yeah, we have a set of, uh, 
Let me just go back here to connect your device. Um, these are all the devices that we're working with partners directly on. Mm -hmm. um, this is a very rapidly expanding list, uh, <laughs> and so as you can imagine. Um, but you'll see here a bunch of Linux, some Windows, uh, ARM Embed, uh, TI, RTOS, so um, very much heterogeneous, uh, which we think is very, very important in IoT. And a lot of times I think when you've got a device that doesn't necessarily show up on this list, there's a good chance you're still using one of Absolutely. those languages and can That's take right. advantage of an SDK. Very and then much. even if you're not, <clears throat> You don't have to use the SDK. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. We're just right. talking about raw REST data. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Um, something that I think is really interesting to cover um, because IoT is such a sort of a broad topic, mm -hmm. it's something we always like to sort of mention, is, and, and it's important um, because it's, it, it's how we think about IoT and it informs um, sort of our product strategy and everything that we do, and that's that. IoT to us, when you, when you look at IoT, um, it's a lot of different things. And a mm -hmm. lot of people think it's different things because yeah. it's so broad. Mm -hmm. um, IoT to us, when you boil it down, we look at IoT as just another new normal. And what I mean by that is that you know, cloud is a new normal. Web is a new normal. Mobile is a new normal. IoT is just another one of those things. And IoT yeah. in particular is being able to harness signals from devices, from remote, from remote devices, to achieve outcomes. Um, like to achieve specifically, in a lot of our customers, business outcomes. So for example, being able to know when that expensive piece of machinery is going to break. Being able to know when you know, uh, that home needs to increase its heating, or mm -hmm. you, know, you need to do something in the area as opposed to just in that home. The, the interesting thing about each new normal, if you think about it, be it cloud or web or uh, mobile, is that each new normal carries with it a set of benefits, like why you would use that new normal, mm -hmm. and a set of requirements, like things you have to think about and best practices. Yeah. Um, and IoT is no different. So IoT carries a huge set of benefits, actually, um, but also a new set of requirements, like you need to be able to provision devices and manage them. You need to be able to interact with them. Um, and quite frankly, at the scale of IoT, like when you start getting the millions and billions of devices, you can't afford to be going around you know, driving trucks and, and fixing these things. Yeah. Um, you need to be able to centrally manage that, which yeah. is another really important reason mm -hmm. um, for cloud and IoT. And then the other thing, as part of this new normal, we look at it like just like cloud and mobile and just like web, it is not a winner-take-all space. Mm -hmm. uh, it's too big. Like yeah. it's 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 IoT is going to affect virtually every industry on the planet. Yeah. So we don't look at it like it's a winner-take-all, and because of that, we look at it like IoT is an important space for us to form partnerships and ecosystems yeah. that yeah. are broad and open. Um, and so you'll see us joining. Uh, open source communities and, and starting our own. Um, you'll see us participating in open standards bodies um, and helping drive things like MQTT forward, which yeah. we think is really important. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that informs a lot of what we're doing and how we're doing it. And really, our job is to make it so that, you, that our customers can get value out of their IoT, you know, get those benefits out of their IoT solutions and sort of solve all the requirements for them so they don't have to spend a whole bunch of time, which is what you have to do today in IoT. Well, that's a message that yeah. I know resonates a lot with me, you know, just loving open source and the philosophies Absolutely. around it. Yep. Um, and, and I know that's going to resonate well with my audience, so yeah. it's, it's helpful knowing that that's kind of the road ahead. That's the philosophy behind the road Very ahead. Much. There's one more thing I want to clarify. Um, here we are talking about the IoT hub, and it, and it looks awesome. 
Um, when I go to the um, the Azure list and I, I show the stuff that's in IoT, yeah, I see Suite, which we talked about, and I see Hub. But what about all these other things? Yeah. Um, do I do I need to consider those, and in what cases do I need to consider those versus you know using yeah. Hub? Yeah, great question. Um, so we 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 actually have some pretty good documentation up here about when you would use each. I would say <clears throat> out of out of this list that you see here. Stream analytics is really for complex event processing, meaning if I want to monitor the telemetry stream from millions of devices concurrently mm -hmm. and look for insights into it, that's when I would use that. Okay. Um, machine learning is great for deducing insights from big data, mm -hmm. um, which is a really important part of IoT and where mm -hmm. a lot of the value is. Um, notification hubs, obviously, for being able to interact with uh, all sorts of remote devices. Um, the, the, the thing I want to clarify here is be really between IoT Hub and Event Hubs. Mm -hmm. um, so Event Hubs is uh, a, an, a wonderful at-scale uh, telemetry uh, pipeline um, okay. for streaming data into Azure. And it also serves as a really nice um, uh, queuing mechanism that you can put between components. So for example, inside the IoT suite itself, when Stream Analytics detects a rule has been triggered, what we do is we drop a, a we signal a, we signal a downstream process by drop by enqueuing a message in an event hub. So okay. we use an event hub inside yeah. of IoT Hub, and a lot of cloud solutions use event hubs in between. Now, some customers use event hubs as the front door to their IoT solution. Okay. And if you're use if all you're really interested in is streaming telemetry in, that's a perfectly appropriate use of yeah. uh, event hub. It's great and it supports uh, HTTP as well as AMQP. Um, IoT Hub is really, you can think of it as a superset of Event Hub okay. that is really purpose-built for IoT and solves the harder problems in IoT. So for example, the ability to not just collect telemetry from devices, but also to turn around and issue commands yeah. and to be able to know whether those commands have been received. Yeah. Um, and so you're only doing it once. Um, it's also the place, you know, there's a bunch of unsolved problems in IoT across the industry right now. Like how do you do provisioning at scale, how do you do device management at scale, all these kind of things. These are the, IoT Hub is a place where we, where we are investing in uh, solving those problems. Okay. Um, whereas Event Hubs will remain sort of a... Uh, more general solution. More general solution, yeah. exactly. Right. Yep. Wonderful. So that's the right way to think about it. Awesome. Well, I think that these are going to really affect us. Um, the, the guys that are on the ground, the, the makers and the hobbyists yep. and the indie developers, as much as it does the enterprises that are counting on Azure being enterprise ready and, yep. and so at scale and so bulletproof, um, I think it's going to affect both of those audiences. I mean, you know, I go and I play with this from the command line and yep. just love the heck out of yep. it, just like, you know, yep. the, 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 the enterprises are. And we love developers. Um, the, we think developers are an incredibly important part of IoT and, in fact, some of the most remarkable innovations that are coming out of IoT today are coming directly from hobbyists and opportunistic developers. And yeah. so, we, so much so that we have a free offering of IoT Hub. You can provision it, use up to 250,000 messages a month um, for absolutely free. Um, and then go and use our free, uh, our free uh, SDK. Uh, that's open source and get started quickly. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to say the 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 ideas that you're talking about. A lot of times, those are coming from those of you that are new to the world of technology, or maybe you're a beginning developer or a student developer, 
Um, so just hang on to your ideas and make sure that you, you keep those and then learn in this world, like jump in with both feet into the world of IoT and website development and all of that and bring all of those ideas and all that creative energy with you because um, we're all going to benefit from that. So. Very much. Well, hey, I, that's right. about it. Let's Great. go ahead and wrap up if you don't have anything else to add. No, that's it. Okay, thanks right. for joining us right. today, thanks Sam. a lot. And thank you guys for joining us on Code Chat. We'll see you next time. Take care.